When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, a typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When people are being lied to, the American people are being lied to, it is revealing of the arrogance and the self-serving nature of leaders who are in power in this country and the disrespect, the disrespect that they have for the American people. And, and it's why people are losing faith and trust uh, in those leaders. If we have leaders who respect the people, then the people will respect our leaders. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Tulsi, Tulsi, Tulsi. Tulsi, Walsi, Walsi. Hello. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. It's seven minutes after nine, and I'm Sean, and I'm a, I'm a very strange man. If you're new to the show, and the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Winsome Sears, man. Winsome Sears. What a badass. Boy, she's a liberal puke's worst freaking nightmare, isn't she? She is their worst freaking nightmare, man. Did you see the picture of her with the assault weapon? <laughs> Winsome. If there's any liberal pukes listening right now, especially you sanctimonious honky pukes, fighting for the black man as long as the black man votes Democrat. Okay, just listen to the sound of these words. Winsome Sears. Uh, Virginia's newly elected lieutenant governor. First black female to win statewide election in the Commonwealth. And I, I and, and she's a badass. And I, you know, and I, I didn't follow the, I mean, I, I was, like most people, just kind of following the McAuliffe, uh, Yunkin thing there. I let old, I let, I let Trey, uh, I almost said old Trey. I'm sorry. I meant that like good old Trey. You know, I, I let old Trey watch the politics and I was watching the, the, that the very deeply depressing World Series. And so I wasn't as hooked in to the, uh, to the Virginia stuff as, as probably a lot of people. And I didn't know who Winsome Sears was, frankly, until yesterday. And uh now, man, she's it, man. She is the story. And I had not heard her speech until I was, uh, you know, Jack Riccardi is show prep for me. I listen to Riccardi for an hour or so every night. That's how I prep my show. And I had not heard her speech until Jack played the entire speech uh, yesterday uh, afternoon. Whoa. Whoa, you know, I am the American dream. You know, I mean, her old man came to this country, the buck 75 from uh, in his pocket from Jamaica. She wasn't even yet a natural naturalized citizen. And she joins the Marines. 
uh, you know, just inspiring. It was soaring. It was perfect. Uh, what a person, man. She is just an ass kicker. She really is. And remember, Chris, yesterday, what did I say? What did I say? I said, you know, by the end of the day, they're going to be saying, well, they just voted for her because she's black, so then you won't know how racist they are. And without really coming out and saying it, that's what they're saying. Jamel Hill, who is an idiot, Jamel Hill, and a racist, tweets, it's not the messaging, folks. This country simply loves white supremacy. Well, Jamel, uh, let me just, uh, this may seem shocking to you or sound shocking to you, but uh, Winsome Sears is black. She's a black chick. She's a black chick. She's a Marine. She could probably kick your ass with her thumb. You know, they just, man, and the the squad, oh, God bless it, the squad, you know, the squad. I prefer to call them the squat. Uh, (laughs) That's right, I just said that. Oh, they couldn't shut up about the new mayor of Boston, who's uh, uh, a black chick, too, I think, you know, but she's a Democrat. Couldn't shut up about her. Couldn't shut up about a few other people uh, who are women of color who who achieved higher office in whatever state or whatever election or whatever contest you're discussing. Did they mention Winsome Sears? Nope. <laughs> they did not mention her at all. Because that's who they are. They're hypocrites. They're racists. And if you don't, if you don't believe they're racist, okay, here, here's, here, follow me on this for a second, okay? Ask yourself this question. Is it not racist to say that a black person should only ever vote Democrat? And if they don't vote Democrat, somehow they're betraying their race because that's the idea, right? Your president said as much. If you don't support me, you ain't black. A rich, white, straight man said that. They are horrible, horrible freaking people. They don't give a crap about the glass ceiling. They don't give a crap about women of color achieving higher office. They don't give a crap about women. Uh, You know, if... (laughs) Chris, you know, if if a transgendered white dude identifying as a black chick ran against uh, uh, Winsome Sears someday, they'd go for the dude. Wrap your mind around that. Let's say some dude is identifying as a woman, but does the whole Rachel Dolezal thing and identifies as a black woman. A white man who is transgendered, identifying as a black chick, wearing black, you know, wearing blackface with an Afro wig, would be supported by Democrats over Winsome Sears. You know that what I just said is absolutely true. 210-599-5555. My name used to be Art, but now I'm Aretha, and uh, I'm uh, a proud Democrat, transgendered black woman. And uh, let me check my black face. Yep, not not smeared. And I am running for lieutenant governor of Virginia. 
the Democrats would support that dude over her. And you know it. Here's Rex. Rex, how you doing? Good. How are you doing this morning? Another day in paradise, man. What's on your brain? So I, I believe why Youngkin won is because there's a lot of inconsistency in Democratic uh, messaging these days. And I'll give you an example. Regarding climate change, they want us to believe in science, but be, regarding race relations, they want us to believe in critical race theory, as well as when it comes to the vaccine, don't get the vaccine because it was uh, invented by the or, or produced by the Trump administration. But now that we're in power, get the vaccine. So that's that's their problem. Well, yeah, I mean, there there is no consistency because nothing they do makes sense. Well, it only makes sense from a control standpoint. But you know, it's like the climate change thing. Well, we're we, we're coming to a tipping point. The Earth is going to die, and we're all going to die. So we need to redistribute wealth around the globe. It's consistently political. It's consistent, consistently political and consistently inconsistent. I think that's consistent. All right, uh, thanks. For, you know, in other words, they're they're full of crap. Okay, that's ultimately at the end of, end of the day, they're full of crap, and they've gone to, to such extremes. The leftist agenda in this country is so far out there on the rim of the universe, they don't even send buses there, man. It's it's way, way out. Moderate Democrats must be shaking in their boots today. But, yeah, Ilhan Omar, uh, who's a little moron, AOC, Rashida Tlaib, not a damn word about Winsome Sears. So you tell me what they really care about. 210 Here's Sam. Sam, how you doing? What do they care about? They care about a, a lawsuit that was just filed this morning for cruel and unusual punishment uh, against Sean Rima, <laughs> filed by Jarvis, because Sean Rima makes him watch Hallmark movies and crosses right, yeah. it on the kissing scene. You know, we're going we're to talk about my cat Jarvis here in a minute. Jar Jar. Jarvis! <laughs> and His name is Jarvis! Jarvis is filing for cruel and unusual punishment because you make him watch i don't make him watch hallmark movies he like the little booger likes watching hallmark movies oh he said he sits there and watches them with his paw he puts pushes in five three right for hallmark i'm saying that he sits there and, and if you turn the channel he walks out of the room yeah but you pause it and that's what he gets pissed off about he like i don't know he just likes white people in turtlenecks i don't know he's <laughs> I gotta go. Man. Have a blessed weekend. You brother. too, man. You too. Yeah, we're we're gonna talk about my cat. This came up on Where and Rhyme, and we're gonna talk about my cat, Jarvis. Jar- we're gonna talk about my cat, Jarvis. Jar- Jarvis. In a minute, because the situation has changed, and well, it hurts. Anyway, that's coming up next. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean. On Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. It's 23 minutes after 9. <laughs> so, you know, I, I was, my voice is a little rough because I was up all night crying. Well, you know, and these guys mocked me. They mocked me earlier on Where and Rhyme for what I'm about to tell you. 
You know, up until about a month ago, we had four cats. None of the cats are really mine. I didn't name any of the cats. Well, I think I named Lo- I suggested naming Loki. And Loki still loves me. Loki will snuggle with me. Don't you say it, Chris. And so, you know, Kinky had some kittens up there at the ranch up at Echo Hill. Very young kittens. And so I, my buddy Randy and I rolled up there and got me a little kitten. It's going to be my kitten. All mine. Just my little buddy. I named him Jarvis after Iron Man's computer guy program thingy. And I brought Jarvis uh, home to the house. And because Jarvis was only about two weeks or three weeks old, we kept Jarvis in the bedroom, in the bed chamber, uh, for the first month or so that we had him here at the house. Because we didn't, we, you know, wanted him to get a little bigger. He had his little litter box there in the bathroom, his little food bowl. And, uh, and, you know, and Jarvis and I became very close, and Jarvis would, would play with me on the, uh, on the bed. We'd play, you know, we'd play together. I'd, I'd do this little finger thing, and, <laughs> and then he would, you know, pounce on my finger, and then I'd roll him over and scratch his little belly. And, you know, I just really love having a little dude around. You know, he's, he's just a cool little kitten, you know, and then, and then, uh, and then you know, he would he would sleep, and I know Don Morgan doesn't believe this, but he would sleep every night curled up in my arms. Jarvis would sleep curled up in my arms. You laugh. He did. He would sleep curled up in my arms. And then I'd get up, I'd get up to go to work at five thirty, and he would go you know, sleep next to my wife. But he would sleep curled up in my arms. And then, uh, you know, the decision was made that he was big enough that we need to start introducing him to the other cats. And so we opened the door. You, you're both already laughing at me. No, it's just funny. The decision was made. So Syria told you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Must you emasculate me? <laughs> and so, and so that we opened the door and the cats started going out into the living room, into the general area and, and are interacting with the other cats. Okay, and that was just like three or four days ago, and now he doesn't come into the bedroom. He he he, he doesn't play with me on the bed anymore. He he doesn't sleep in my curled up in my arms. He sleeps in with his friends out in the living room, and it's just like I never existed. It's it's you know, he just dropped me, he just dumped me. He just hangs with us with the other cats. It's like I never existed. It's like he didn't sleep in my arms, curled he, up every night. He doesn't want you to hug him in front of his friends. Well, yeah. He... Uh. He wa- I, I try to play with him. Jarvis, I'm doing the finger thing. Jarvis, you know, I put him on the bed, and he jumps off the bed and goes back out into the, into the living room. What are you laughing at? I'm, I'm heartbroken. He doesn't play with me anymore. He doesn't call. You know, he just, he just dumped me, man. It's like I didn't mean anything to him. He's out there in the living room. We'd rather be with Loki and Lana and Gina. Sits with my stepdaughter in her lap. <laughs> you know, watches those stupid Hallmark movies with my wife. And I'm, I'm just Mr. I'm Mr. Cellophane, Mr. Cellophane. Could have been my name, Mr. Cellophane. 
because you can walk right through me, walk right by me. Oh, God, you got to stop. And never know I'm there. <laughs> Jar Jar! Jarvis! His name is Jarvis! His name is all I have anymore! Evidently not. It'd be funny if he starts answering to Jar Jar. (laughs) People are already calling him Jar Jar online. Thanks, man. Thanks. Thanks for taking the one thing I had. His name. And the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man in the moon. When are you coming home, Jarvis? I don't know when. We'll go to break, but we'll then. get to we'll get together then, Sean. <laughs> you know we'll have a good time then. Oh. So anyway, that's Jarvis has dumped me. So that's all right. He's moved on. Maybe we'll get a freaking hamster. <laughs> he can't. I can't <laughs> leave the damn cage. <laughs> yeah, but not with, not with all those cats hanging around. <laughs> Jarvis would probably eat my hamster. Right. And laugh. You can hold up the hamster every day. And say, <sighs> you you have no choice but to rely on me. Oh God. Because I'll starve your little rodent ants ass if you don't play with me. No more food for you. I'll let Jarvis back in this. Oh, hey, that's a good way to get Jarvis to come what? back in. Put Dangle a hamster, a hamster in, in front of him? Ah, put a hamster in your room. But he'll torment the hamster. He's a cat. Well, you know, you, you want the cat to hang out with you or not. Just <laughs> lock him in the closet. <laughs> you have to take extreme measures. Try making him jealous. Welcome to the closet, Jarvis. This is your new home. Notice there's no wire hangers in here. 929. Uh, <laughs> and we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. It's 939. <clears throat> How's everybody feeling? Is everybody everybody having a good time? <laughs> While I'm sitting here, all by myself, since Jarvis left me, I'm all by myself. I'm sorry. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Um, have you asked yourself the question? What? Maybe it's you know, is it me? Is it something I've done? No, to, I haven't done anything wrong. Well, of course you. I do, just you know, loved him. That's you, all. You, maybe you loved him too much, Sean. That could be a problem. So Ghostbusters actor Dan Aykroyd. I smu- I must, are you saying I smothered I, Jarvis? I'm thinking you smothered. Not you know but in I'm a, a satellite sense, parent, but in an emotional sense. All right, you smothered Jarvis, <laughs> and that's perhaps why he wandered off and found himself some new friends. You break my heart, Don. It was break my heart. I'm still here. Jarvis is <laughs> off in the other room with your cats. Right. I'm here offering some sort of emotional support. <sighs> I don't know how to go about the situation. I'm slowly learning as the time goes on. I must turn my back on you now, Don. <laughs> Thanks for betraying me, pal. <laughs> well, the next taking, time you Thanks find for yourself, taking the cat side. Next time you find yourself drunk at Steely's, you can walk your ass home. How's that sound? <laughs> oh, no. That'd be a long walk. <laughs> Anyway, we got to talk about Dan Aykroyd for a second, because I, you know, we were talking about this in Aware and Rima. I was a huge original cast Saturday Night Live. I mean, I, I was a little kid, but I grew up watching the original cast. Right. Dan Aykroyd, the, the inimitable John Belushi, who was a force of freaking nature. Mm-hmm. Bill Murray. I mean, the original cast was just amazing. 
And uh, uh, Dan Aykroyd now has abandoned you too. He's gone all Jarvis on you. <sighs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks for just ripping the scab off the wound there. Thank you. Ouch. It's my heart breaking. So, Dan Aykroyd uh, has come out on the cancel culture. 60% of it, anyway. <laughs> I, I'm, you're going to get a memo. Mr. Man, and I'm going to copy the boss on it. Here, why don't you twist that knife a little bit? Ow! That's that's the way to go to the left. Ow! Dan Aykroyd, uh, who was on the original <laughs> cast of Saturday Night Live, the damn show's going to be about the cat now. The whole, whole damn show's going to be about the stinking cat. <laughs> Stupid cat. You know, my wife says that sometimes when I sleep, I my mouth opens. So why don't you take a crap in my mouth, Jarvis? <laughs> you might as well. You filled my soul with crap. Just, just wait, wait around, Jarvis. When I, I I go into my REM sleep and the mouth opens. Just take a big old cat poop right at my right in my mouth. Well, Jarvis, it'll be little cat poop. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for pointing that out. It's not like he's a freaking Doberman. It's not like he's a freaking Bengal tiger. It's not like he's Scooby-Doo up in here. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> a great day. <laughs> now, that would be awful. It's a great day. The Great Dane took a crab in your mouth. Stop. Hey, this is great. This is some great radio we're doing today. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> it's cold and we got firewood. <laughs> Scratch my eyes out, Jarvis. Scratch them. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. John Morgan can't breathe. I still love you, Jarvis. No, how many? No matter how much you hurt me, and shove your little claws into my heart, I still love you, Jarvis. On the worst day of your life. I'll still be your dad. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd, who is only famous because he was on the original Saturday Night Live, uh, has come out with his opinions on the cancel culture. He says that you shouldn't be offensive anymore. He says there's so much in the world to comment on that is outside of the realm of offensiveness. As a writer, you can go to other areas and have successful creative endeavors. Scatological humor is fun. It's easy laughs, but there is more intelligent writing that can happen if you stay away from the offensive material that should be rightly canceled for its hurtfulness. He goes on to say, who can be the subject of an impression today? That's an area of discussion. Can I do my James Brown imitation? Ha! He was one of my best friends. I do his voice pretty good, but maybe I shouldn't anymore. You vagina. <laughs> what a fat toad he's turned into. What a fat bowl of Canadian beans that guy is. Well, you know, and I can think, you believe that? And I think that's perhaps a bad analogy because... It, 
James Brown is just one of those highly unique individuals. Of course. Nobody looked like him. Nobody sounded like him. Right. Nobody walked like him. And nobody talked like him. Right. He was James Brown. There's only one and, of him. Exactly. And I don't think if, if, if Dan Aykroyd or whoever is doing some type of imitation of him, whether it's parody or not, that it's a form of racism, Ugh. he's James Brown. He's you know, James Brown. There, there is none other. You know, well, so what but, are you supposed to do? But the idea of a guy who cut his teeth in comedy on the original Saturday Night Live, which did stuff on a weekly basis, you wouldn't get on the air now. Right. Saying that you shouldn't do offensive material. What has happened to him, man? Jay Leto never was funny, so I don't give a crap what he thinks about anything. But Dan Aykroyd? And so uh, Trey and I were talking about some of our favorite sketches from the old show that would never get on the air today. Like, uh, he brought up the Eddie Murphy where he's, <laughs> they're at this, like, VFW, and it's all white guys. <laughs> kill the white people. <laughs> and he comes out, and they, they hire the band at the last moment. Yeah, it was a kill the white man. <laughs> You'd never do that today. No. And then, one of my personal favorite skits of all time, you have to go take a trip in the Wayback Machine, Chevy Chase, Richard Pryor, Word Association. Do you remember that? The Word Association yeah, sketch? It was good. Honky. N-word. Dead honky. You know, I mean, you... And he said the word on live television. So, you know, sit down, Dan. Take You're 69 years of age, man. You've you gotten boring. You're old and boring. You know, let, let us younger folk ha- handle the, the, the comedy from here on out. Okay, pal? Fat jerk. Well, he, you know, and, and Trey was right. He was always kind of a sidekick to, to Belushi. Belushi was a real driving force of that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Rubber Biscuit wasn't all that funny. Two one zero five. So one song they let Dan do was Rubber Biscuit. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Should people not do offensive comedy anymore? What do you think? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. A quarter moon plumbing heat and AC is bringing it rapping with Jack. Now through December 10th, all of our sponsors are drop-off locations, so do what you can. Uh, help us out with some gifts for needy families here in town. A complete list of items we're collecting uh, is at KTSA.com. You can also donate cash online. Or shop the Amazon gift list, uh, brought to you in part by River City Oral Surgery, Copenhagen Contemporary Furniture, and the Institute for Functional Health. Uh, 210-599-5555. Here's Jimmy. Jimmy, how you doing? Hey. Hey. What's your favorite, uh, pickup line in a gay bar? I don't know. 210-599-5555. Well, dude. Here's Richard. Richard, how you hey, doing? John. Hey. Hey, pretty good. Pretty good. Glad it quit raining. Man. No, oh, I love the rain, man. I love the rain. It, it matches my tears. They're going to have to call a fire truck to John Bellucci's grave. He's spinning in it so fast, he's probably going to catch it on fire. Can you believe, Ackroyd? What no, a douche. No, I'm Thoroughly disappointed. I mean, give me a break, Dan. 
What do you think? Maybe the COVID vaccine damaged his brain or something? No, I think he's Canadian. All right, Richard, i got to run. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> it's what it is. He's, he's from Canada. And you know how those people are. That's why we should build a northern wall. Keep those Canadians out, man. Coming down here. Taking all our acting jobs. Huh? Just put in a, a slide all the way through the country. To Mexico. Canadians don't do too well in Mexico. Why do you have so many freckles? <laughs> what? I, I have three kids that live in Canada. Oh, okay. and, and none of them are have freckles. So. <laughs> well, you know, it's different. I don't have freckles. It's different. They don't have freckles. Well, it's different. They're your kids. I'm just saying, general, <laughs> the general Canadian population. Right. Smells like bait and uh, and Molson. Um, two one zero five nine nine fifty five. Like bait. <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? Oh. Uh, I know. Uh, God, what a day! What a day! I'm tired. Do I have to do another hour? Can we just replay the first hour? No. I got to go on again for a whole another hour. Right. Well, we don't want to have. We don't want you to listen in. And relive Why? the whole painful Jarvis revelation again. Jarvis, you can say his name. Wednesday morning at 5 o'clock <laughs> as the day begins. <laughs> silently closing the bedroom door. Leaving the little stuffed mouse that he hoped would say more. He goes down, <laughs> stares to the kitchen, clutching his little toy ball, quietly turning the back door key. Stepping outside, he is free. <laughs> he, I gave him most of my life. He's leaving, sacrificed most of my life. Oh, <laughs> you are so weird. Well, you know, at some point you get even when you, you know, when he's like six months old, and you take him to the vet for the, oh uh, yeah, the procedure. Guess what we're gonna do? Yeah, right. Guess what happens today, Jar Jar? We're gonna <laughs> on. Sit. Gonna take him right off, Jarvis. That's what you get for leaving That's me. That's what you get for leaving me. I'm gonna take him to the testicles. <laughs> What are you looking at, Chris? <laughs> Karma sucks, doesn't it, Jarvis? Um, I'm sorry. I still love the little booger. I love that Jar Jarvis. <laughs> but you know what? I got the most famous damn cat in all of San Antonio, man. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if Nuremberg's got a cat, but my cat's more famous than his. I got the most famous damn cat in all of San Antonio. Ain't that something? Right. Your cat ain't famous. Change his name to Benedict. <laughs> ain't Benedict Arnold. Judas. Judas. <laughs> I'll change his name to Judas. Judas. <laughs> I'm going to go home today. Okay, I made a decision. Uh, Jarvis is no longer Jarvis. He's Judas! Juju. <laughs> That's anti-Semitic. All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Juju. All right. I need a break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA.
if we stop just looking at race and just looking at people, because you see, I'm destroying all the narratives about race. Look at me. Look at me. I am a heartbeat away from the governorship in case anything happens to the governor. And, and how are you going to tell me then I'm a victim? Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Winsome Sears, I like her, man. I like her. News Talk 550, KTSA. I'm Sean. We haven't even started and you're laughing. What? Well, you like her because you're a white supremacist. Right. Very obviously, I like her because I hate black people. <laughs> That's what Joy Reid says. Joy Reid's an idiot. She's a moron. Yes, very obviously, the Republicans elected, the Republicans and however many independents voted for, very obviously, the Republicans elected uh, Winsome Sears as the lieutenant governor of Virginia because they're racists and they hate black people. That Because that makes perfect sense. Good God. How stupid can you be? She is the most overpaid chick on TV, man. Next to Rachel Maddow. Oh, and uh, let's see here. Uh, according to the other moron, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who oddly had nothing to say about the first female black lieutenant governor of the Commonwealth, uh, what she says went wrong is they were too, McConnell was too moderate. <laughs> That's what she says, man. I know that Virginia was a huge bummer. <laughs> U.S. congressman. Oh, I'm sorry, a U.S. congress being. I know that Virginia was a huge bummer, and honestly, I, if anything, I think that the results show the limits of trying to run a fully 100% super-moderated campaign that does not excite, speak to, or energize a progressive base. And frankly, we weren't even really invited to contribute on that race. Alexandria, you are so stupid. I, My God. Can you hear the wind blowing through her ears when she walks by? There ain't nothing up there, man. They were they're, they were too moderate. That's why he lost. Too moderate. Um, and again, uh, for somebody who can't shut up about being a woman of color and how we must support strong women of color, not a word about Winsome Sears. Couldn't shut up about the chick in Boston. Not a word about an immigrant who joined the Marine Corps, putting her life on the line for this country when she wasn't even a full citizen. You know, a black woman who has achieved something no other black woman has achieved in the in the Commonwealth of Virginia, and not a single stinking word. All that little moron can come up with to say is that we were too moderate. And we, they didn't ask me to participate. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking, Alexandria, that he didn't want you around, okay? Odd that. If, she, if, if You know what? If she'd have participated, he would have lost even worse, you know? 
Frankly, we we weren't even really invited to contribute on that race. <laughs> that, that you know what? Be, that'd be like tying another anchor to the Titanic. You know, what I mean, as it's going down. Morons. I I you know, there's a lot of I I, I don't hate people. I try not to hate anyone, you know. I mean, it's the that's uh, a Jesus trip, you know. I really try not to hate anyone, but there are things that I strongly dislike about people. Okay, I dislike arrogance, and I dislike uh, uh, stupidity because both are a choice. All right, both are a choice. People are not born arrogant, and they're not born stupid. Okay. To dislike somebody for something they can't choose is to be a racist or whatever, to be a hater. Hating somebody for the color of their skin is like hating somebody because they have a big toe. You know, it's just, it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. Uh, and I, I'm sorry, but I still sort of believe the whole gay thing is not a choice. All right. I, I, that's kind of what I, where I, so I don't hate gay people. I, I, in fact, you know, some of the most interesting people I know are gay. <laughs> But they're not choosing anything, all right? If you're an idiot, you are making a choice. And that annoys the hell out of me. All right? If you're arrogant, you are making a choice. The worst people on the face of the earth, in, in, in for me, are, are, are chicks like, well, people in general, but are like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez because they're both arrogant and stupid. They're making two really bad choices. So yeah, that that's just brilliant, AOC. They 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 weren't they weren't extreme enough. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, Joy Reid. Yeah, the reason Winsome Sears got elected is because of white supremacy. Yeah, well, holy crap, that makes sense. Good God, man. Sometimes I think I must go mad. Two one zero five. What do you think about all this? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Does Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez have a boyfriend or something? I bet he drinks. I'm just saying, I bet that dude drinks heavily, man. <sighs> but Winsome Sears, I'm glad she's on the scene. I'm glad she. I'm glad she's the story now. Because she is impressive. And if you have not heard her speech, her, her, her speech after she found out she, she won the election... Uh, take a listen to it. Take a listen to it. It's soaring. I think that's what Riccardi said. I heard it for the first time on the Riccardi show last night, and I just I had goosebumps. Um, just a, an amazingly impressive human being. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. There's somebody online one named Jarvis. Are you serious? Well, that's okay because the cat's name isn't Jarvis anymore. It's Judas. I'm going to go home and make that announcement. We're now calling him Judas. And I'm going to pronounce it in the Aramaic. Yuda. Yuda, must you betray me with a lick? Or Brutus? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Here's here's Jamie on line one. I'm Jarvis. I'm, I identify as Jarvis right now. Oh, I God. Name, I'm, your, 
I'm, I'm up here. But hey, I, I just wanted to clear, I just wanted to go on two things. Dan Aykroyd's a pretty conservative person. Could he possibly? I'm just asking. Could he have possibly been misquoted, being that the Alec Baldwin thing took place? And as you well know, Baldwin was really putting Trump in the toilet. And I was curious if maybe he was directing it towards him, saying, you know, look, don't be doing things, man, because it comes back to bite you, whatever you do. Because whatever Trump would do, Baldwin would. Oh, Baldwin's a jerk. Yeah, 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 he's a jerk. And he he thought he was so cutesy-pootsy with his stupid little Trump imitation. And, you know. and, and the other thing I wanted to tell you in your best New York accent, you know, uh, your mafia accent, say, just I'm just going to tell you, observe all traffic laws on the way home. I'm just saying. <laughs> all, and and the, you know why I'm saying that? Why? Because you're not going to believe this, but Ackroyd's, Ackroyd's got about five or six cousins that are either retired or current San Antonio police. No. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. No. Yes. Really? Yes. Yes. I, are you serious? I, I did not know that. Really? Yes. Yes, he comes to San Antonio all the time. In fact, uh, one of the... Uh, <laughs> Watch my the... driving on the way home. I'll get pulled over <laughs> by an Aykroyd cousin. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, just, I, didn't, I didn't know that, man. Yes. Wow. Yeah, he's got like three or four cousins that... And I was just talking crap about him. <laughs> one of the highest ranking ones was an assistant chief or a captain. I think he retired, but he's still got two or three other ones that are there also. Wow. wow. So, Man, you get pulled over by an Ackroyd acolyte on the way home. Just having a bad day. The cat dumped and, me. And I'm going to get busted like by an Ackroyd cousin. And life is so they weird. Him. They resemble him, too. When you see all them on the news, because they would come out once in a while, like for police things. <laughs> they, they, they all look alike. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for the heads up, Jarvis. <laughs> Thank you. Remember Dan Aykroyd and uh, Tom Hanks? They did that movie Dragnet back in the eighties. Oh, that movie sucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean that guy. I mean, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> what, was, what was the Joe, guy? Joe the, Friday. Joe Friday on the original Dragnet. Dan Aykroyd did do a, a pitch perfect imitation of he him. Did right. Just the facts, man. Out of the car, radio man. <laughs> Out of the car, radio man. You know what I'm going to do if he does that? Araba biscuit. <laughs> what do you want for nothing? <laughs> that was the last time you were funny, pal. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Well, what are the odds, man? I mean, what are the freaking odds? I start talking smack about Ackroyd because he's he's completely being a total sorry vagina when it comes to comedy and the cancel culture. Then you find out. Yeah, I said the V word. And then I find out what? He has cousins in San Antonio and they're cops. <laughs> what the hell, man? What is God yeah, trying probably, to teach me? There's probably a couple of Canadians on the police force too. Yeah, You're I'm insulting Canadians too. <laughs> you smell like bait and molson. Could be careful that Jar Jar doesn't have any relatives. Yeah. God. Jar Jar's related to a puma. Uh, you know, just escaped from the zoo. Claw my eyes out. Call the police. Oh, you want help now, Mr. Wright? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Funny Radio Man. Mr. Funny Radio Man, eh? Um. <laughs> you just, just continue. Listen, TJ Hooker, go eat some bacon, all right, man? Back bacon, you Canadian weirdo. Eat some beans. Oh, man. All right, 210-599-5555. You just dig yourself a deep I hole don't care anymore. every day. Since Jarvis left, I just don't care anymore. I have no purpose.
I have no purpose. I'm so empty. Because <laughs> I'm all by myself since Jarvis left. All by myself. One is the loneliest number when you got six cats. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. This is ridiculous. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Lonely, I'm Mr. Lonely. Jarvis. I have nobody. So it's for you, pal. For my own, I'm so lonely. We had some good times. You and I, playing on the bed, your little furry ball, before you left to go live another life. Now there's no more clumpy litter to scoop out of your little box. Litter box is clean, because you never use it anymore, Travis. Jarvis. News Talk 550 KTSA. FM 1071. <laughs> oh, man. What a weird show this has been. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. If you're just joining us, we're, we're talking <laughs> This whole damn show has been about the fact that my cat, Kitten, has been living in the bedroom for the past month because he's only a few weeks old. My wife decided it's time to start incorporating him into the rest of the household. And so she started opening the door. He's interacting with the four other cats. And he doesn't hang out with me anymore. And it makes me sad. Sad face emoji. And that's why I'm going to rename him Judas. Jude is the cat, the wonderful, wonderful cat. Two one zero five. You got to be a real old fart to know what that. That's a reference to. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. What? What are you guys looking at me for? What are you laughing about, man? You're pitiful. <laughs> pitiful. <laughs> just a pitiful man. I'm a pitiful oh, man. Oh God. Oh, I just you know I just got used to little booger being around and. And now he just doesn't hang out with me at all. Your face. He when hang- he started playing that Bobby Vinton song, you looked at me like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> and then it clicked. <laughs> Damn you, Chris! <laughs> you couldn't even call him by his real name. When the day is long and the night night is yours alone. When you're sure you've had enough of this life, oh. well, hang on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Quoting R.E.M. <laughs> Don't let yourself go. 
Because everybody cries. <laughs> everybody hurts. Sometimes. What's your opinion? Oh, God. Here's Esteban. Esteban, hey. Hey, dude, I'm owned by a border collie who runs this house like she was a cat. She hasn't figured out that dogs are supposed to obey humans, not the other way around. Well, you know. You're, you're talking about spears. There's this dumb white guy who thinks that basically Canisone spears, uh, darn it, he just ran, ran for governor in California, he calls him the black face of white supremacy. Oh, God. Oh, right. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Uh, Larry Elder, right. Yeah, because apparently if you're a minority, you're only supposed to have one certain set of views. And he keeps setting polls. It's kind of interesting. Since you're my friend, you can read the discussions. And it's just like, why should I give a care about a poll? i got my own set of principles. <laughs> and if a minority decides that the gas prices are too high – the price of meat is too high, and we look at who's causing it. We don't care what race is doing it. We're right. upset, right. And, it, and it affects everybody. I agree, man. Thanks for the call, man. No, you know, the race thing is so tiresome at this point. Oh, Julian Castro had to, had to tweet something because nobody pays attention to him anymore. Let's give Julian Castro more attention than he's received in several months, okay, by talking about him on this show. Youngkin has showed Republicans that they can launder dog whistles through huge, unregulated platforms, driving base turnout, even while distancing from Trump. Julian, you're an idiot, okay? You and your brother don't make one interesting person. You really don't. God, they're just obsessed with dog whistles. Racism. But what about the black chick, Julian? <laughs> What about Winsome Sears, Julian? Can you explain that one, you silly person? And what's this got to do with my damn cat? Sorry, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Oh god, I guess we'll take a break. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. God, I was you, got, you guys got me so upset about my cat that I didn't talk to the guys at ESPN. Now they're probably they probably hate my guts now too. They're gonna turn their back on you as well. Oh god. It's a crappy day all around. Probably going to get busted by one of Dan Aykroyd's cousins on the way home. Can this day get any more strange? 210-599-5555. It's Sean Rima on Newstalk 550 KTSA. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Again, if you're a liberal idiot... Listen to these words, Winsome Sears. Winsome Sears, the new star of the Republican Party. Youngkin who? Well, you know, and she deserves it. She deserves the attention. Julian's talking smack on his Twitter account. He did a Twitter account about dog whistles. Right, Chris? Uh, Youngkin only won because of racist dog whistles. Hey, you know what, Jules? <laughs> Okay, if, especially if we go back to uh, Winsome Sears, uh, you know, acceptance speech. Chris, that was just magnificent. You know what, Julie? You couldn't pull off a speech like that. It's okay because you'll never have to. Because as Chris pointed out last week, Julian, you didn't get a gig, man. Wow. 
Kamala Harris got a gig in the administration. The gay guy got a gig in the administration. He's uh, Secretary of Transportation, and he doesn't know anything about transportation. But, Julian, you didn't get a gig. Odd that. Maybe you're just not good enough. All right, anyway, 210-599-5555. Well, I can't say that because Kamala Harris is an idiot. Um, well, you know, and the thing about it, it, the, the, first off, the silence on Winsome Sears by the left and the squad specifically is just astounding, is it not? They don't want to breathe a word about her, man. And you know what's funny about that? And, I, and I'm serious. I said this at the very be- beginning of the show. And then we can go back to talking about my cat. Okay? When she's up for re-election, Chris, don't you believe this? When she's up for re-election, a white man could identify as a woman, be a transgendered white dude, could identify as a black woman, and they the, the Democrats would go with him. Some white guy getting all Rachel Dolezal on you. A white dude living as a, a black woman wearing black face with an Afro wig. You know what? If that person ran against Winsome Sears, the Democrats would support him. Because they're children. How does that make you feel? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Oh, and my wife's already texting me about the cat thing. She said you only clean the litter box once. <sighs> Well, you know, still, you just left me. Just after all that playing, <laughs> snuggling in my arms. Alex, what are you, how are you doing, Alex? I'm doing fine, thank you. I've got, I have a cat, too. Her name is Ziggy for David Bowie's Ziggy Stardust. Mm. Everybody likes my cat in the neighborhood. But what I wanted to I, li- I used to uh, like my cat before you left. <laughs> I, I just had two things to touch base on you. I ran into one of your friends last week. I remember his name was... Taylor, I think he's... Oh, Taylor, yeah, I know Taylor. Yeah, Taylor's a good friend of mine. Yeah, he's cool, man. We had a crack-up, man. That dude's cool. He's funny as hell, uh, too. Yeah, very talented young man. (laughs) Really nice guy. And then uh, on the issue with uh, Nirenberg, I don't know if you read the little article they had in uh, Had to Be Sunday's paper. Nobody really reads it anymore (laughs) because of the price. Nirenberg got caught with his hands in the cookie jar taking those campaign money. And all of a sudden, oh, it's a bookkeeping error. Right. It oh, really? I didn't heard about that. Bring him out. He got caught, man. What a guy. I have not heard about that. I will look into it, though. Oh, yeah. He took thousands. You know, he knows really? he can only take $1,000. That was the max. And he was getting $3,500, $4,000. Wow. You know what that meant? That's a scratch-me-back check. I he will... got caught, I... and he says, I'm giving all the money back as soon as possible. Right. I'm going to check that out, man. I will look into that, Alex. Thanks for the call, man. But, Alex, what's this got to do with my cat? 210-599-5555. That'd be interesting to find out, because I I hadn't heard that. But you know what? Nobody reads the Sunday. Well, you know, Express News is... Sorry, it's a liberal rag. It's just really... It's kind of pointless to read the Express News most of the time. And since Jarvis left me, I don't really have a use for it in the bathroom anymore. Made a good liner for the kitty box there, Chris. Good liner for the kitty box. That now sits empty. 210-599-5555. Oh, uh, Pelosi's uh, on TV running her big mouth. 
says he's heartbroken about Virginia. Do we have any audio on that? See what she's rambling about. If we're able to. Uh, if not, that's cool, too. Former IRS directors have written and said it could be close to a trillion dollars. But we're counting it low. We have been very conservative in everything, every estimate that we make. So that it truly is formidably paid for. <laughs> the, um, it's a bunch of crap. The CBO also has been... The thing about the CBO is they have most of the information. Now they have the new information, but they have to correlate it. You know, they have to say, if 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 you say, well, we have 3.5 now, we have 1.7, cut it in half, or whatever the number is, cut it in half. That doesn't it doesn't work. They have to relate it. What the impact is from one area to the next takes a little longer, more subjectivity, but more subjectivity. What? We're, you know, we're, this shouldn't take long to get. The other thing that we're getting are we're sending stuff over to the Senate. Well, it's, most of the product that we've done is except now we, we may have added. She's a last gibbering day, so, idiot. And some of what we added is Senate to the bill, like a hearing. Bernie doesn't like hearing. Excuse me. What? Bernie loves hearing. <laughs> Manchin doesn't want hearing in the bill and all that stuff. Um, so some is and then we had the family medical leave. We figured if they're putting things in, then we can put something in, if, even if Manchin doesn't like it. So, um, uh, so we are getting some <laughs> bird and privilege. I think, I think mostly we're getting privilege scrub, because privilege scrub is deadless to a bill. Bird, bird and pri- bird privilege. You have to take it out, but. Privilege violation can take you out. Privilege violation. So, so we're, again, getting that as we go along as well. But when we pass a bill, then they will f- see it in its aggregate and make a oh. song. The aggregate. Chris, we'll see it in the aggregate. It sounds like she's going back to her whole... No, no. We have to pass it to see what's in it. Yeah. Well, she is. What we send... Is not birdable or bird bath or privilege scrub. They're the two um, what exercises we're getting. Why? No, none of these pukes ask her any questions. Like, what are you and, talking um, about? Um, we're getting good responses. There's no bad answer. You know, it is what it is. You know, there's certain objectivity to it. It is what it is. I thought there was but subjectivity it is, to it. Now there's this objectivity. Is the greatest. Monumental, historic. My freaking cat makes more sense than she does. Uh, that any of us have will ever be a part of it, and I say that with great proprietary ownership of the Affordable <laughs> Care, which was magnificent and is. But this contains oh. that, and so much uh, strengthening that. Uh, that's so enough. I can't more. take it anymore. She's, she's, I'm gonna, she's, man. Uh, yes, Madam Speaker, KTSA. Huh? <laughs> what? Huh? What the hell are you rambling about? And they don't ask any follow-up questions. They just let her prattle on like that. You know what I mean? We we have to take objective subjectivity of the birdbath. She basically is saying we have to pass it before we could, so we can see what's in it, which is exactly what she said about Obamacare. 
She's a mollusk. She really is, man. She is a bivalve. And an old wrinkled one at that. God. Ugh. Yeah. Gonna barf. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. <laughs> Chris, why don't you go to the lounge, get some salt, and just rub it right in there, buddy. We'll get some salt, and just rub it into my broken arms. Um. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. You guys are really having a lot of fun with this, aren't you? Cat dumps me. <laughs> you guys think it's funny. You guys think it's just a hoot. It's a hoot nanny. Laughing your asses off in my pain. Right. And then we just found out from your wife not long ago that you had only changed its litter box once, maybe twice. I. She would always get to it before I did. Oh, Okay. Right. She would get to it before I did. I would be ready to. I would go go to clean it. And it's already cleaned. Right. Because in order to clean it, you have to like scooch down. And There's some scooching involved. Things that you probably don't enjoy doing. I don't scooch a whole lot these days. I got a condition. <laughs> Didn't give Jarvis the right to break my heart. Maybe Jarvis needs a scooter. A what? All right, Pelosi. <laughs> Maybe he, he needs a, a, a bird bath. I know you guys think it's funny, but it's just it's sad. The cat, you know, I got so used to him being in the bedroom, and then he just left. And just right. left me behind. Like it didn't behind. exist. You know? Like they grew you up, they, they grow up so fast. It's been seven hours and 15 days <laughs> since you took your love away. I go out every night and sleep all day. Since you took your love away. Since you've been gone, I can pet whoever I want. I can scratch whomever I choose. <laughs> God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> This is just the bit that wouldn't end, man. <laughs> it started at 7 this morning. And we're still working it. Every heartbreak song you could think of. I can eat my dinner in a fancy restaurant without getting a pet sitter. Because <laughs> nothing compares. Nothing compares to you, Jarvis. Why did you betray me? God. God, I'm glad tomorrow's Friday. I went to the doctor and guess what he told me? Guess what he told me? He said, Sean, you bet. Try to have fun no matter who you bet. 
<laughs> but he's a tool. Because <laughs> nothing compares. <laughs> nothing compares to you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Meow. <laughs> All right, I promise tomorrow I won't talk about my stinking cat, okay? <laughs> put the cat topic on the shelf for a little while. Oh, man. All right, it's okay. I'm going to get a hamster anyway. I'm going to get so a hamster. You're just going to abandon the topic? <sighs> you are one cold-hearted dude, man. No, I'm going to get a gerbil. He's getting all Jarvis on you. I'm going to get a... <sighs> Like Hitler and Goebbels, you're just torturing me. <laughs> I'm gonna get me a gerbil because I can't run away in a cage. <laughs> get a little bird. They can no, sing. I can't ever get they a bird. Can sing to you while you're. I think people down. who put birds in cages suck, man. You know what I mean? Bird well, you don't want to fly over watch your house. Well, on, you know, it's a, a bird. That's what they do. They freaking fly, and people get birds. They get parakeets, and they stick their ass, and their bird ass in a cage. And oh, it's going to be another day of not flying. You know, so I, I can't do the bird thing, man. <laughs> I'm gonna get a hamster or a gerbil, maybe a marmot. Get <laughs> <laughs> a guinea pig, something like. Now, guinea pigs are a drag, man. Right. You know, you, you know what you need? You need a ferret. Get a ferret. Yeah. Yeah, a ferret. You need one of those. A ferret. Yeah. No, they're too squirrely. Right. But it's he, like, he just leave me too. It's like you know the anti Sean animal. The anti Sean because animal. They, you know they're always active and hyper and. Yeah, but I, yeah, he'd probably just leave me anyway. I leave me in the end. I want something in a cage. <laughs> right there in the nightstand. <laughs> Where you used to be, Jarvis. Get a goldfish. No, that's too much work. All right. Thank you, Chris. Thanks uh, to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. I miss you, Jarvis. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk like Jarvis. On Newstalk 550 KTSA. Bye.